0: It is another Friday afternoon, and that means it is time for Facebook Live on WKYT with WKYT.com, Facebook, and that's Lee K. Howard. I'm Brian Milam. We have had a heck of a week and just breaking news just moments ago. Benny Snell, his final game will be the Citrus Bowl he is declaring for the draft.
1: This wasn't a surprise to no. anybody. Everybody thought after three years, 1,000-yard rushing in each of those years that Benny would declare for the NFL. Now, though, it is official, and it's also good to know that he is going to play in the bowl game. I know there have been players in the past right. who have an NFL future ahead of them, not necessarily at Kentucky but at other schools that decide to sit out that bowl game. I think uh, Benny, after sitting out last year's bowl game <laughs> essentially after the penalty, yeah. I think he wants to get into that bowl game and, and prove that he can play in that game and, and leave one lasting impression. And he has, of course, a rushing record to chase.
0: Yeah, and, you know, he's, what, 107 yards away, I believe, from breaking Sonny Collins' mark. And you go back and think, because we heard from James Franklin today, the Penn State coach, saying, yeah, he's got a lot of extra incentive. What's he, 100 yards away? Well, Penn State's strength is stopping the run. And I think if, if, if and hopefully he doesn't, but if he falls two, three, four, five <laughs> yards short, you've got to go back to last year's bowl game, when he sat out two and a half quarters after getting kicked out, but uh, it's Facebook Live Friday, so give us your questions and your comments uh, online, and we will get to those as soon as we can, and John Calipari finishing a press conference just a minute ago, it's been a busy week for basketball, quite a green mm-hmm. leaving, uh, the, the transferring out of Kentucky, do not know where he's going yet, but Cal spoke to us just a little while ago, and you know, one thing he is not, Lee Kay, he's not panicked, he's not panicked one
2: bit. I, I recruit the best players we can recruit and try to help those kids. And if that includes two or three or four-year guys, that's fine. Um, would I rather do this like I did back in UMass? And yeah, I'd rather be coaching guys. It's not what the environment is. So now you lose a game and all of a sudden this is the, what, we've just been to more Final Fours, won more league, how many league tournaments have we won with all young guys? What's it? I mean, come on now. I'm not panicked. It sounds like some people are panicked. I am not. I love this.
1: So Calipari obviously not panicked, and I think after Quad A transferred, that brought about all those questions once again, Brian, about Is Kentucky creating a culture that if you aren't a one and done or if you aren't succeeding in your second year you should go find somewhere else to play or you're a failure and it's tough sometimes for these players to come in when they see some of their peers go to the league after one year and they're still at Kentucky and maybe some people thought that's what happened with Quad A so Cal says hey don't panic he's not panicked because Quad A transferred. And some of these guys, I think he said several times today, and you were there at the press conference, that all these guys are on different paths, and uh, and and sometimes that path includes a transfer, like Quade.
0: Yeah, and it does. You know, it's not just basketball. Every life is different. You have children. I don't. (laughs) Some people have different things in life that that. uh, I can drop some off at your house if you'd like. I have asked Uh... to babysit. You've said no. Okay, well. But everybody is on a different path just because said guard goes and this one doesn't and this one improves. Is that not I don't understand I never have understood why everybody has to put every player in the same bubble Mm -hmm. and expect the same results. uh, Because that's not the way life is you know he mentioned uh, about quality's mother that crying about this situation. This is not easy uh, of a situation on an 18 year old 19 20 year old kid to first come to Kentucky play and be somewhat successful then sit down a little bit and you don't get as many opportunities and Cal did say it wasn't necessarily about lack of minutes he said it was just something that was really on his mind now maybe it was and that's just you know Quade and Cal just kind of taking the higher road and not giving a specific reason but you know a guy transfers and it is as Cal said it, it is easy to start over analyzing things and say well wait a minute now
1: do we have the right players yeah, do we, have we do we have the right system are we are you know do we have to you know get guys that, that will come here three and four years and and things like that and cal will get to that in just a minute it's pretty <laughs> was funny great. but but i think calipari has created a culture not just within kentucky but really of all of college basketball of those elite guys they see a path to the nba and a lot of those paths lead them right through kentucky and like he pointed out a second ago he's won with those guys in the sure. past so just because they've lost two games this year doesn't mean he needs to scrap the whole system uh, and go about it this way and I, and I think a lot of people Brian are coming off of that Seton Hall loss and they're and they're trying to figure out what the cats need to do to change everything up but Cal said today he's treating it and he told his players yeah. he's
0: treating that game like they won yeah PJ that was the one of the things that he said uh, when we got to speak to the players before Cal he said yeah you treat this game like you won because in many ways With the exception of the scoreboard, you could say, yeah, Kentucky won the ball game. Yes, had to hit a three, a miraculous three from half court to send it to overtime. But you don't see many U.K. teams blowing double-digit leads. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I think Seton Hall went on, what, 11-0, 12-0 run, something like that. You don't see Kentucky teams blow big leads, and that happened on a neutral court. But as Cal also mentioned, from here
2: on out, there is nothing easy, and you won't see many blowouts. In the end... If we had done what we needed to do to finish the game, we would have won the game and everything would have been different. I wouldn't be getting the same questions I'm getting now. You need four-year players, you need five-year players. Matter of fact, keep them two, put them on a mission, let's keep them for six years. Okay, so you don't – you wouldn't be coming at me that way. And I'm saying to you guys, I'm looking like we won the game. So we're not that far off. We got better. That game, we improved. Didn't shoot the ball particularly well, but we improved. Now let's get better this game. What does it mean? I don't know. We don't know Utah, but we play another game and we play another game. We play league games. We play it, every game's going to be a war. you are just not going to have twenty-five point wins.
1: Yeah, and you mentioned no more blowouts. This yeah. team, this team has played there their popcorn schedule so to speak as Calipari says you've got Utah tomorrow you've got North Carolina after that Louisville after that beat Seton Hall yeah by the yeah and you know, oh by the way then the SEC schedule which could be the toughest it's been in years so Calipari he he knows what that schedule looks like ahead
0: yeah he does and it and it is tough when when Tennessee is good I've always said this when Tennessee and LSU and teams like that are and Auburn Mm -hmm. are better it makes the entire conference better you know kentucky and florida more years than not are going to be in the upper echelon and then you have a south carolina team do what they did a couple of years ago the conference is, and there is no arkansas arkansas is not nolan richardson arkansas anymore but they're still good enough to beat kentucky as they have a couple of times it is there's nothing gonna be easy but he mentioned in there You know, we could send them on a mission and have six-year kids, which is kind of funny because you do play Utah, who's known for (laughs) for Brigham Young University and and the Mormon Church and everything out there, which is kind of funny, that you do see a lot of older guys out west in schools like that. But Kentucky is not having an issue, and it was brought up, and there was a little back and forth between Cal and John Hale. Because John was saying, how do you get experience if the experienced guys leave mm-hmm. or don't get drafted after their sophomore year like Isaiah Briscoe, like other guys did, and, and this case, uh, in this case, in this case, Quan Green leaves. So, yeah. yeah, it's and a little interesting, but it's not panic material.
1: Yeah, it's right not yet. panic material. And, like, here's what Coach Cal had to say about he, he wants all of his guys to just expect a war every game going
2: forward. We're not going to have any blowout games. They're, those are done. We didn't blow out people that you thought we should – So every game we play is going to be a war. We'll love it. You only learn from that kind of competition. I told you before, you don't learn from Popcorn State beating them by 40. You don't learn. But you do learn when every game's like this. Every game will be a war. Every game will come down to three possessions. All right. Now we know playing winning basketball is going to matter. Okay, just got a question. This is a good question.
1: Uh, what's I'm the over-under for losses this year? What do y'all think? I'm guessing nine losses. They have two. They're seven and two right now. So, seven more losses
0: coming up. If you go, if you go by seven, so let's say you lose to Carolina or Louisville. Let's say you go one and one because uh-huh. that's that's very conceivable. So, that means you have, what, six conference losses mm-hmm. and the team goes to the championship game and wins? Or do you think that, you know, that's a lot of losses – I don't know. I think, I think uh, nine's, uh, I think nine's pretty
1: close. I think nine's pretty close. I would take the under. I think about eight, I think, is, is what they can do. If, if this team reaches poti- its potential. And I, I think we're talking about regular season here. I don't know if we're talking about th- run through the tournament. That, yeah. would, that would be a low
0: number. Now, for, if we're talking yeah. regular season, I think that may be, a t- for me, maybe a tad high. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, you think Tennessee, a loss in Knoxville. A lot of people are losing to Tennessee these days. And how, how many do you win? or how many do you lose on the road? I think nine for the regular season, because you're afforded a loss in the tournament, postseason tournament NCAA, obviously you're not. So I think I will stay, I'll go with eight with you. I think that's a okay. good number. I'll go under, we'll go under. We'll Any go other under. questions, make sure you send them over here and we will take a look at this. So one last thing from Cal today, of
1: course, he does this every year, it seems like. He makes <laughs> tweaks and oh, every yeah. year, you know, he's, he's not panicking, we've mentioned that several times. But he is tweaking. He likes to tweak and he likes to change some things up. He tries to, tries to figure out his team each year. So here's yeah. what he had to say about his latest tweaks.
2: Yeah, we got great kids, really outstanding. And they're trying to figure themselves out. I'm trying to figure them out. We've done some things. I've tweaked them. two or three things that I think will make us better. I'm trying some different stuff in lineups. And so it gives me a chance to mess around and come up with something that they feel confident about.
0: Now, he's already tweaked once. He tweaked about <laughs> two weeks ago. So, now we're starting that Christmas What do you think tweak. some of these tweaks are? I mean, what? Uh, I don't know what these tweaks are. but I, Well, maybe. you're going to have to definitely tweak now because you just lost quite a green. So, you definitely have yeah. to tweak something because you're going to have to tweak your rotation. How does Jamal Baker fit in if he is healthy? Jamal was available to the press today for the first time uh, in the regular season. So, he is going to play. He's excited to play. So, yeah, by default – with quite a leaving, there's an automatic tweak because you lose your top guard off the bench, maybe.
1: I think one of the biggest tweaks is just start making some shots, you oh, know? I nice. mean, you know how big of a difference that would make if they if they started shooting more? And, and even Cal said on Monday on his radio show that he thinks his, his guys need to shoot more three-pointers. Currently, Kentucky is averaging 16 three-pointers per game. Attempts. 16 attempts. That's the lowest of any school in the SEC currently, and it's close to last in all of the NCAA college basketball. So he wants those attempts to be between 20 and 25 a a game. And I think he in his mind, which I I agree with, if you shoot more, you're likely to make a few more threes right now. Kentucky has a really good shooting team, even though they haven't showed it. They show it in practice, but they're not attempting very many three-point shots.
0: I will be the devil's advocate because what did Cal say at the beginning of the season, the more threes we shoot the worse. If we shoot more threes, we're in trouble. That is a paraphrasing, a direct quote. So Cal is, as he says, the environment is always changing around him. So now he's changing, he's tweaking what he said before because he said this team, if we shoot 16, 17 threes, we're okay. He said we get into 23, 24, 25, we've got a problem. You go back and look in the last 10 years. This will be a good, uh, this will be a good Facebook project, and I'll give it to anybody out there that wants it. Uh let's go back and look over the last 10 years when Kentucky has attempted 20 or more three-pointers what's their record in the Cal era that's a yeah, that would be because a because he's project. never he's never really had a lot of
1: team his offense has never really that's lent right. itself to a lot of three-points it's a dribble drive so it's never lent itself to a lot of three-point shots but the way that everybody's playing you know dribble drive they collapse you got to kick it out and someone's got to hit a three and you know Tyler Hero Emmanuel quickly Jamal Baker now uh, some of those guys can hit, even the big guys, PJ, Reed, they can all hit some threes. I think that's going to be a key going forward is them hitting some of those open shots, and maybe that means taking a few more open shots. All right, tomorrow's game uh, against Utah. It's a 5 o'clock tip from up arena. You can see it on the Deuce ESPN2. First meeting between the Wildcats and the Utes since the regional semifinals back in 2005 and Kentucky, they've won seven in a row against Utah, dating back to the 1993
0: season. Of course, they owned Utah in the 90s. Oh my
1: gosh, we were year talking after about year that after earlier.
0: It's like they met four or five times in the NCAA postseason. You know Rick Majeris when uh, the late Rick Majeris when he was alive, he had to look at the bragging. Like, Great. Well, we're out in the sweet 16. This is good. <laughs> Got
1: Kentucky again.
0: All right. all right, let's talk some football. Yep. Huge news for Josh Allen all month. This, this, this. Two and a half weeks of of Christmas of uh, December leading up to Christmas has been a Christmas come early for Josh Allen. He is a unanimous consensus All American, not just consensus, a unanimous yeah. consensus. First time since Art Still in 77 and uh just unbelievable
1: yeah yeah now no to be a consensus all-american a player must be named first team on at least two of the five selected all-american teams in order to be considered a consensus all-american but in josh allen's case he was named to all five first teams (laughs) so he was a unanimous choice by the american football coaches association the associated press the football writers association of america the sporting news and the walter camp
0: foundation so, Alan joins this group of Wildcats to be a consensus All American. The most recent, Derek Abney in 2002, who was just electrifying uh, on punt returns, kick returns, and just period. Uh, Tim Couch and James Whalen. James Whalen had more than 100 catches in that 98, uh, 99 season that ended, uh, of course, that next year it ended in uh, with that horrible. INJURY AGAINST SYRACUSE. BUT THEN YOU HAVE TO GO ALL THE WAY BACK TO 77. ART STILL, WHO HAD A HALL OF FAME CAREER FOR THE KANSAS CITY CHIEFS. HE'S IN THE CHIEFS HALL OF FAME. SAM BALL, 65. NOW WE'RE GETTING TO THE LINEMAN. STILL, BALL, MICHAELS. YOU'VE GOT BOB GAIN, 1950. BABE Perilli DID IT TWICE IN 50 AND 51, LEADING THE WILDCATS TO THE SUGAR BOWL WIN, THAT FAMOUS SUGAR BOWL WIN OVER OKLAHOMA. AND BUD WILKINSON SNAPPING THAT 38-GAME WINNING STREAK. BUT THERE ARE NOT A LOT of all Americans, consensus all Americans for UK, and you know what? You're getting ready to go up against the team here in two weeks or so, that has had Penn State 29 bowl wins. <laughs> Kentucky is eight and nine, I believe, all time in bowl games. Penn State has 29 wins; they've won more than UK has ever been in history. Yeah, and we're, and
1: we're going to hear from Mark Stoops and some of the players here in about an hour over at the UK football facilities. But that's true. But last Friday, Mark Stoops talked to us about. Going to a bowl game and you know the last two years they've been in bowl games and, and it was good to be in bowl games and of course they wanted to win those games. He basically said last Friday they're done with just playing in bowl games because of all the work they're putting into these games, they want to go and win the game because sure. only one team after the game gets to hoist the trophy and leave that game happy. And and he even joked that he said, unbeknownst to him, they did not receive a second place trophy either <laughs> the past two years because if they had received it, no one told him about it. And it's probably in someone's bottom desk drawer because there's no second place trophy going in Kentucky's trophy case. Yeah. So, you know, who wants the, that? two things happen okay. for the bowl game you get a lot of good practice for your players and, and, sure. and development for the young guys right. that's really really important but also it's a chance to win a game and to bring home a trophy and so they are more focusing on that as well this year uh, and, and it will be no easy task like you said going up
0: against the Penn State team that has a lot of history in bowl games oh my gosh yeah and I think Kentucky's owed for their last four bowl games two under Stoops one with Joker and Rich Brooks's last bowl mm-hmm. game. So cats have gone through a little bit of a dry spell with the bowl championships. Hopefully that turns around in the Citrus Bowl. Coming up and uh, the 5 and 6 o'clock, we will talk football with Mark Stoops. You'll hear from James Franklin on WKYT. He addressed the media today and uh, his attempt His poor attempt to stop Josh Allen from playing in the Citrus Bowl is kind of funny. We'll talk about that and basketball and all kinds of stuff uh, on the WKYT News at 5 and 6. And then tonight we've got high school basketball. So get ready for a fun weekend of sports. For Lee K. Howard, I'm Brian and Thanks for watching Facebook Live. And remember your homework assignment about UK (laughs) and three-pointers in the last 10 years for next week. See you then.